Welcome back, Will Roadie listeners. This is um, whatever week it is. Not going to keep count of that anymore, honestly. It's getting tedious at this point, but here we are to give you our final four thoughts and our thoughts on the bracket thus far and some of the better upsets and uh, better moments of the bracket. So we're going to hop into that. And we're your hosts, Kyle and Josh. I'm Josh. He's Kyle. And get ready for... Uh, an ad from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Robinson, and I'd like to bring us to our sponsor, Anthony Jewelers. Right now, Anthony Jewelers has 60% off diamonds, 50% off wedding bands, and 65% off gold chains. As shown on the screen, you can call for a direct appointment with this number, and you can always check out the website to see what Anthony Jewelers has to offer with the link provided below. And it's what Anthony Jewelers always says, it's where Rhode Island gets engaged. All right, Kyle, why don't you start us off and tell us what you think? So, I mean... There was a few games I was a little disappointed about that I think the teams that I picked should have won. For example, Texas. Oh, I my had them. God. Yeah. I was a little a disappointed with them. Yeah. I was a little disappointed with them. Uh, who's another team that I, ha- I had going for? Virginia is another one. Wasn't expecting Ohio to come out like that. Really? Um, that was. I feel like that was the one ep- uh, upset, though, that everyone was going to take. Like, all the experts are saying pick Ohio. Everybody like thought like everybody said that Ohio was going to be the Cinderella, so that one really didn't uh, surprise me too much. Well, well, here's the thing though: I had Virginia just only winning that game, and yeah. then I had them losing the crane. I knew Virginia was frauds, but I didn't realize they were they were that bad. Yeah, no, no, true, good point. Yeah, yeah, they still uh, should have handled Ohio all day, absolutely. But I had no faith in that team. Yeah, the game of the round of sixty-four that I that I think is not most talked about, especially because the game didn't happen, was Oregon VCU. They, I got scammed out of ten free points. Yep. ESPN did not give me ten. Did not give me ten points. They gave me a loss. It says on ESPN I lost one to nothing. Damn. Like, well, come on. Yeah, Man, ESPN probably have points others. out here. Yeah. I know. Hey, listen. It's the difference between me winning zero dollars and seven hundred. I think that's pretty important. I think so too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Get a class I'm, action lawsuit. Honestly. Oh, I might have to, <laughs> but I mean, I think the biggest upset that I think everybody should, should be talking about is Loyola Chicago being Illinois and Oral Roberts going on that run to the sweet 16. Yeah. That, that was amazing. That's, that's what you want to see in every year. Like some, like a 15 seed make it to the sweet 16 and then fight their ass off to get to the elite eight, even though they fell short, they almost did it. But fortunately for them, they fell short. Yeah, it's really unfortunate that they lost. They only lost the two points um, to Arkansas. And they were leading that whole game, too. Exactly, yeah. They just committed, like, you know, a few dumb mistakes, and it just ended up costing them. But realistically, like, I think they got re- I think they got misseeded. I think they should have been a higher seed, especially so with too. what they were able to do. But also, yeah. gra- but also granted, I mean, Florida was a little iffy against Virginia Tech. I mean, I thought Florida would be a little stronger. Yeah, but they beat Ohio State and Florida and gave Arkansas a game, so they certainly weren't frauds. And you know what? Max Smith and um, Kevin O'Banner, every, the whole country knows their names now. So they accomplished their jobs. Yeah, they are responsible for a lot of brackets getting busted. Yes, uh, mine included. A good thing. Oh, boy, wow. Um, what other games? I mean... Loyal Chicago beating Illinois. Here's the thing, though, about uh, Illinois. I didn't. I wasn't really sold on them. I didn't really didn't have them going far. I only had them going to the round of 32 and losing. I just didn't have them losing to Loyola. Yeah, yeah. I had my. I had them in the elite eight for me. I don't know. Like I felt like they were stronger than a lot of teams, but I didn't think they were good enough to 
make a final four. I also, I took a, I knew I took a risk on Oklahoma state. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't buy them going, uh, making a deep ass run either. But the sleeper team that I really, here's the thing that, that gets me angry. I know there's an 11 seed every year that goes far. Right. I ended up picking the wrong one. I chose Utah state to go to the sweet 16. I should have chose UCLA. Like I, I should have known because they're experienced. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They literally can call any NBA person that's been on their team and ask for advice. And, and I think that's what they too, did. And not for nothing too. When your team comprised of mostly four star and five star recruits, like pretty much their whole rotation is guys who are in, in high school who are uh, in the top 100. So you know they should be doing this. They should not. If anything, they're playing down all year. And they, um, what's it called? They gave Ohio State a great game in the beginning of the year, too. So, you, you know, I think they should have shown more throughout the year. They just lost games that they should have won. But, you know, that's on them. But they they made it hit this far, at least. Final four run. What I, think, what I think NCAA was trying to do is that they wanted to give UCLA a little bit of a boost by having that one that one game before the main tournament to get them warmed up and stuff. So I think that really played in a role. And right. I said that in the last podcast and the last one we did um, involving March Madness is that that game has a boost. You're already in the mode of what you need to do and stuff. So you kind of already iron out all the mistakes you can make and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. They seemed like a really solid team and beat Abilene Christian by 20. I mean, we, none of us were expecting the Abilene Christian to be there. We thought Texas was going to win, but I mean, they gave, BYU a good uh, a good spanking. Same with Abilene Christian. The one I'm most shocked about is them beating Alabama. And I had Alabama going to the Final Four in my bracket. I was yeah, so I shocked too. when yeah, I saw that, hurt. that. Yeah, and just for everybody who's watching and listening right now, this is just a bracket of all the favorites to take the game, just so you can get like a, a picture of like you know realistically what happened and like who the favorites were and who they lost. This isn't my personal bracket or Kyle's personal bracket. This is just literally all the favorites. And since Gonzaga is the um, number one seed overall, I picked them as the champion for this one, even though I picked them as the champion for my own personal one too. But they're the most, they're simply the most powerful. I mean, there's a reason why they haven't lost. I mean, yeah, they looked good against USC. I will say the, that their worst loss was um, their worst result was against Oklahoma and they beat them by 15 plus. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They handled yeah. Oklahoma, led the whole game, but Oklahoma like fought hard. I'll give them that. But oh, fighting yeah, hard not... against Gonzaga only goes so far. Oh, yeah. I'm not discrediting Oklahoma. Like, they no, 100% yeah, deserve to be there, though. But, I mean, like, they knew their their time was going to be ending quite right. soon. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I just I just don't see how Gonzaga is losing this. I mean, unless they face either Baylor or Houston. I hope they face Houston because I know Gonzaga, I think, will win. But I think Baylor will give them a run for their money if they make it to the championship. Game. Yeah, the problem with Baylor is, though, sometimes they get into a point where they kind of, like, let their three, their three-headed their three monster of uh, Teague, Butler, and Mitchell play, like, ISO basketball. Like, okay, you get your turn, you get your turn, you get your turn. And sometimes they focus less on ball movement. So when they get into that and then they're not hitting shots, that's when Baylor becomes very beatable. But when Baylor is moving the ball and they, they're making their threes and, you know, against the rim and doing what they do on offense, they're very, very tough to stop. 
Yeah, we kind of saw a little bit of their bad side against Villanova. Like, it was a pretty back-and-forth game, but that's until Villanova started, you know, making dumb mistakes. They started falling for Baylor's uh, nonsense and, you know, getting fouls, calling them players, getting, you know, tossed out because, you know, of the – of the foul limit. I mean, Baylor just won because of free throw simply there. And they could have easily lost that had, um, had Villanova not made any fouls. Right. Absolutely. And one point I want to make too, back to the Illinois and Loyola Chicago game. Let's be honest. Loyola Chicago finished 18th in the AP poll. So they were way on, uh, under They should have been way, uh, lower as a seed. They should have easily been a five seed. If Tennessee was a five seed, they should have been all day. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I, I can see your point, though. But I think uh, I think what the, the the attorney was trying to do is that they wanted to create a little bit of a stir, knowing yeah, that Loyola can still provide that damage like they did. Um, 2018 was when they went on that Final Four run? Or was uh, it 2019? Good question. Uh, 2019, I want to say. Okay, but, but you know, recently, like, uh, same coaching Wait, staff, same – I thought it was. I think you're right. Yeah, 2018. Okay. But around that same time period, though, like, you saw the coaching staff still every NCAA knew that Loyola can make a yeah, lot Moses of noise. Yeah, Moses Porter, right? That's his name, the coach? Yeah. Yeah. The the, the attorney know that uh, Loyola can make a lot of noise, and simply they did that by upsetting Illinois. And a lot of people had Illinois in their bracket. And I was telling people, especially Aaron, despite him not being with us, I told him not to pick uh, Illinois because I knew they were frauds from the beginning. And – of course, he didn't listen. Yeah, no, and he now he's bracket winner. Yeah, ripped and, him. Yeah, and now he's not going to win seven hundred dollars in the bracket group that we're in. Yeah, another team I want to mention and give them their credit is Oregon State. Like nobody, ha- they were in the preseason. They were picked as the twelfth team to finish in the Pac-12. Twelve out of twelve, they were picked to be the worst team. Unless yeah, I'm wrong, were- and there's another team in the Pac-12, and I'm just not thinking of them, but. No, Sheesh. you're right. No, you are. Either way, right. they're the bottom of the barrel in the Pac-12. They're picked. Yeah, so. and um, I mean, look at the Pac-12. I mean, you have UCLA. I mean, they were yeah. also kind of down there, not up in the top double. You know, in in the middle, they weren't really talked about as much. But I mean, look what they did now. Now they're in the Final Four. They have a chance to go to the championship game. I don't have much hope for them, but they, no, at least they made either. it that far. I gotta give them credit. Yeah, knock on wood though, because I am a Gonzaga fan, as some of you know who's listening. So I don't want to jinx my team or anything, but Gonzaga should control them. Now I I do want to jinx your team though, but that also is the team that I picked to win this all, and I'm <laughs> I have money on the line, so I, yeah. I I'm, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. I, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah, exactly. Lips zipped. Um, but another team also I want to mention too, and give them their credit, Syracuse. I honestly didn't think anything of the um, ACC this year. I thought it was kind of a Mickey Mouse uh, year for them, to be quite honest. And you know what? Syracuse came in. They played hard. Unfortunately, they did not give Houston the best game. But despite their loss, they still played hard all tournament. And credit yeah, do where credit is uh, deserved. Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, I really didn't think that they were going to beat West Virginia. But again, you know, it's a long game. It, it, the The game gets dragged yeah. out, especially with the fouls and. West Virginia just wasn't able to capitalize on shots at the end. They were doing they were doing fine all throughout the game though, but you know they started they started doing that. At yeah, the end. it's safe to say they choked. I had high hopes for West Virginia too, but fortunately for them, they did not do what they were supposed to. Yeah, 
I want to talk. I want to talk about these the the final four matchups though. I th- this yeah, is really let's get into that. Yeah. So Baylor and Houston, because I think we kind of already know how good the Gonzaga game is going to go. I th- I'm going to say Gonzaga wins by at least 20 points. I agree with you too. And uh, just before we do get into Baylor and Houston, you know, I don't think UCLA can keep up with uh, Gonzaga scoring. Johnny Juzang, he can't do it all by himself. Obviously, he's the leading scorer on the team, but I don't think anybody else on UCLA can step up enough to give Gonzaga a good run for their money. I mean, they have been put as the underdog all throughout it. I mean, they, they yeah, did true. beat Knock Alabama. They did beat Alabama, and I had, you know, Bama was a, was a big favorite to go far. So they did upset me there. I mean, it, yeah, it is much madness. Anything can happen. Yeah, that's true. But I do expect Gonzaga to win by at least 20. At, at least 10, I would shoot for 20 just to be safe. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so let's get into that Baylor and Houston matchup. Battle well, for Texas. I, that, yes, that is true. I always forget Baylor's in Texas. It's they're they're not a, they're in an unusual location. Yeah, Waco. I know yeah, that's not how you say it. And if you're Waco. a Baylor fan from Waco or Waco, please do not get that. I mean, I'm just making yeah. They probably joke. they probably think you are a Waco. <laughs> oh well, you know what? Then they're not too off. <laughs> yeah. So of the Baylor Houston matchup, I I'll be honest at first. I said in the last uh, video that we had, I said that I Ohio State going to the Final Four. I was so lucky before the picks locked to change it to Baylor because I I knew Ohio State, there was something weird about them. And That's we awesome. saw them two hours in. <laughs> my weirdness was confirmed by them. Yeah. Uh, Can't trust the big, uh, the big Ten. Cannot trust uh, them. Yeah, but Ohio State just needs to stay the football, and they're, they're yep. not even that good at that. Nah, but anywho, I know they come short on that every year too. That is true, but anywho, so I have Houston winning this game though, but I would not be shocked if Baylor does win this. This is another fifty-fifty toss-up, like it's an eight and nine seed, but I feel more comfortable with Houston simply because of how they've handled themselves so far through. Yeah. I wasn't very comfortable with, with the Oregon State game, but you saw in that first half how dominant they were. They were almost up by 20 points at halftime. Yeah, but they almost choked it. Yeah, but, but the reason why, though, is because they got way too comfortable. They thought they, they had this in the bag. Right. But again, you know, it, basketball changes very quickly as the game goes on. Yeah. I will say this, though, to play devil's advocate on you for – a uh, quick second. Houston really played all double digit seeds so far. That is true. They did have an easy road. I will be honest about that. Yeah, which... killed Cleveland State, then ran to Rutgers, which they almost lost. But Rutgers, you know, they were kind of up and down all year too. So they could have, I mean, if they I... played hotter in the middle and didn't uh, go on a whatever five, six game losing streak like they did, they would have been a much higher seed. Um, so that was a quality win. I'll give them that. Syracuse yeah, I, another I mean, quality one. I, I was going to say continue with the Rutgers. I think was a little slept on. I'll be honest. I think so too. But continue. Um, but I will say this about you know Rutgers, uh, Syracuse, and Oregon State. The way they played in the tournament, they didn't play like double digit seeds. They played like, well, obviously Oregon State made the elite eight, so and they, you know, gave them a good run for their money. So they probably played like out of that final eight. They probably played. What would you say like? Uh, Sixth best team, fifth best team, somewhere around there. You know, yeah, I didn't I'd rank say them around yet, that. But definitely not the worst of the Elite Eight. 
Yeah, I mean, when you look at Oregon, I mean, <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk. I'm yeah. actually glad they lost. I had them losing to Florida State. They'll be in the Florida State. Yeah, you know, just didn't show up. But um, Oregon State. I mean, I, I was completely shocked by them. I mean, like you beat Tennessee. Uh, by 14 points, and I had, thankfully I had Oregon State winning that. But I didn't think that they were going to beat Oklahoma State. I mean, Oklahoma State was one of the big sleeper ones. Uh, yeah, coming another from a Final Four team for me. Yeah, I, I was shocked that, that they, they, uh, they kind of like blew it in the end against the Oregon State. And then they really shocked me by beating Loyola because you know how big of a, how big of a powerhouse Loyola is, especially when it comes oh, to yeah. a situation like these. Great that team defensively. Blew, yeah, they completely blew my mind. And then... They ran into Houston, though, which, uh, yeah, oh boy, that, that almost went bad. So back to Houston and Baylor, though, I will say this. I don't think Houston has enough guys who can just make plays. Like, I think Quentin Grimes is the only one who can do it at an elite level. And, you know, he's been kind of inconsistent at times. So I think they're going to struggle on that end. But if they play tough defense and they do hit shots and make plays, you know, they'll be right in the game with Baylor. Yeah, that is the thing though. Houston does have a does have a good uh, perimeter defense. So what Baylor's going to have to do is try to win the layup game yeah. or win the free throw game, depending on what kind of refs they. We, we obviously they have not announced that yet. Yeah, but um, I I think this game's going to come down to free throws, like it did for the for a lot of the other games. Yeah, or just uh, Baylor would have to out defense them too, which we know they can do. Yeah, he, I mean, Houston does have does have an offense that they can like turn on and they can just go crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- there's a reason why they've they, they have the record that they did. They had what was it, three losses, something like that. But they had bad losses too. They lost to East Carolina, not a good team. Can't win them all. I mean, yeah, there's, you can't. There's there's going to be days where you have to rest your players. It's like the Lakers resting their players. You got to rest AD. LeBron, yeah, no, absolutely, stuff. absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I will say this for Houston too. I'm pretty happy for them because they lost one of their better players. I, uh, Caleb Mills, who's uh, in the process of transferring to Florida State. I think he was the preseason pick for the American Conference to be the player of the year. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he was. And he yeah, we'll, we'll around, have to like, look that up. And, yeah. yeah, if anybody's listening and wants to fact check me, please do. Let us know in the comments. Yeah, we're not 100% with, yeah. our, with our assumptions. We would, we would appreciate... Y'all ch- uh, fact checking us. We can always we can be educated. Absolutely. So, so, so who do you have winning this game, Baylor or Houston? Baylor. Okay. I think I Baylor got... kind of wins easily, to be honest. Okay. So now this brings us between two different games. But I won't be. About. I will say this too. I won't be surprised if Houston does make it a game and wins. I won't. But I'm expecting Baylor to win easily. Okay. Well. Money's sake, I hope it's Houston. But anywho, uh, now we got two different games to talk about. Now we have a Gonzaga Houston, and we have a Baylor Baylor Gonzaga. So, what do you want to start with, uh, Gonzaga and Baylor? Yeah, that's going to be a close game. That's like the most anticipated matchup all year. It was supposed to happen. We never got it. And you know, as a Gonzaga fan, I wanted to see this game all year long. I was like, honestly, dreaming about it at one point. <laughs> like that's the matchup I want to see because I believe that Baylor is the second best team. And for people not to call this tournament a Mickey Mouse tournament, like some are saying, I think it would have to be Gonzaga and Baylor, and that have to go to like you know be a really tight game in Gonzaga just when for this uh, whole tournament to be redeemed. I'll but be Houston, honest. Houston I'll getting be honest. there would you know is no injustice either. So 
I'll be honest. I hate when people use the term Mickey Mouse. I do too. Isn't it so I, hate, I, I hate that. I, <laughs> I mean, do like, because like, people say it all the time with LeBron, and now I've seen it with with um, Brady in the Super Bowl. I mean, like, is that your guys' favorite new word to say, Mickey Mouse? People just uh, say it when they don't like the teams that are there and their team loses. Like, I was listening to some other podcasters, and like, as soon as their teams lost, they were like so quick to throw in the towel and be like, "Oh, oh this is a Mickey Mouse tournament." Like, no, you're just saying that because you know you're salty. Yeah, that's what happens when you give people the First Amendment. They yep. just they, <laughs> they just spew out garbage. So, yeah, screw um, you, America and your freedom. All right, so Gonzaga and Baylor. That's here's the thing, though. That's the reason why I chose a Gonzaga Houston matchup because I know I, I know Gonzaga will beat Houston. Though I wasn't sure if it's going to be Gonzaga Baylor though. That would be that's the truest of toss up games. Like that's either a fifty-five to forty-five chance for either team. Yeah, I agree. Depending, I really think that can go either way. Yeah, I mean, my predicted final score for the Gonzaga Houston game for the championship game was sixty-nine, sixty-eight. Just because it's usually around in that sixties area, it's usually a, the the championship game is usually a slower-paced game. I've noticed compared to the other games. Like they, they like to take their time and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to expect it to be a high scoring game unless they want it to be a high scoring game. They both have the offenses to do that, but I don't believe that. I think they want to take their time, mi- maximize their energy, make sure they're getting the best uh, players on the court. They're timing their breaks. Yeah. Um, Cause also the halftime is longer in the championship game compared right. to the other games. So that's also a big factor too. Yeah, are More they doing play- some type of performance this year? Uh, no, but just because like they had, they usually bring like the uh, CBS usually brings in their TV crew in person. Right. They make the halftime longer for whatever the reason is. So, yeah, yeah. So that that halftime is going to actually be a key role, and I mean, we've yeah. seen it many times. That halftime can be the big turning point. Yeah, the only thing I will say too, though, I can't see a scenario where Gonzaga is in a game and they don't score at least 80 points or at least like high seventies. Cause obviously they led the league in nation. I mean, they led the nation in scoring all year and their offense has been their uh, main focal point as a team. But if Baylor can clamp up, you know, I think that's how Baylor wins. I'll say that. Well, I mean, listen, this is going to be the first, this is a big stage they're on. They're going to be inside of a football stadium. There's going to be, yeah, how well, crazy is that? Yeah, it's it is crazy just to think about it. People are there's going to be on starstruck and stuff. I mean, um, right. it's different compared to being into like you know where they played at like Butler University inside their arena and stuff. Like that's typically what they're used to playing in. Yeah, the fo- them playing in a football stadium has such a big effect that we don't usually think about it. Yeah, no, true. Who's yeah, there's going to challenge mentally. Yeah, they, the the thing that's going to help out the teams though is there's not going to be as much as much noise as there usually is in in years past because there's only going to be like fifteen thousand there in a seventy thousand yeah. seat stadium, so that's going to be a big thing. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty th- weird, huh? Looking around, seeing like you're in this huge, huge stadium, and it's like pretty much empty. Yeah, I think, but I think just the si- them playing in such a big stadium is going to have a is going to have an effect in everything. That's just yeah, me, I think so too. No, I think you're right. You know, it's yeah. gonna definitely get some people, and then others right. will shine, others won't. All right. So, all right. Well, it's good that we both agreed that Gonzaga will be winning, though. 
I just can't wait for Saturday and Monday, yeah. though. Comfortably, I'm saying Gonzaga, but knock on wood, you know, as a fan, I don't want to jinx them. Not that I'm not that my significance even could have an effect on that, but you know, little superstitious uh, fan things. I will say this though: if if Houston does lose on Saturday, I will be blaming you, and I'll be I'll be saying you're the reason why I lost seven hundred dollars <laughs> potentially. Hey, you can't hate the player; just hate the game. No, I can still hate the player. Yeah, Nobody's well. stopping me. Well, that's a personal problem, but um. Well, just to wrap this up, do you have any uh, last thoughts you want to say about the tournament? Any surprises, shocks, players um, who, uh, you love it, to watch throughout it? Uh, uh, more about the team, more about what I've seen in this one. I mean, the games have been, there's a few games that were blowouts, and, you know, that's unfortunate. I always love seeing close, close, uh, close games. A lot of more upsets than I expected this year. Cough, cough, um, Iowa. Yeah, um, I only had them going to the Sweet 16, so it wasn't really that big of an effect. Yeah. Um, but it was just a, it was just a very, very different tournament, and it was actually like very pleasing to see it. It was, wasn't it? Very exciting, yeah. actually. Because let me count, let me count the teams that made it to the Sweet 16 that were not, um, you know, quote unquote, the favorite. We had one, two, three, four. Five. Scroll down now. I'll say there's about a good seven teams that were not expected to make it to the Sweet 16, and I'll name those teams: USC, Oregon, UCLA, Syracuse, Oregon State, yep. Loyola Chicago, Oral Roberts. Yeah, yeah, pretty much it. the Pac-12, and then others. Yeah, so I mean, they completely. This is, I think, the most diverse. Uh, in terms of like high seeded teams we've ever seen. And also this is going to be the first final four where there's no East coast teams. It's all uh, West of the Mississippi and farther. Yeah. Texas versus the West coast. How yeah. Basically. 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 You, got, you got battle of the West coast and you got the battle of Texas on there. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to see this kind of matchup again though, but I think it, um, I think it'll be a few more years before we see like another, um, kind yeah. of matchup like this where it's just all like one, one region. State. Yeah. Well, we yeah. did have um the Carolinas when um South Carolina played Gonzaga and then North Carolina played uh Oregon in that final four. And then it was uh Gonzaga versus North Carolina. So it almost it could have been if the scenario played out it could have been either the Battle of the West Coast or the Battle of the Carolinas, which would have been cool, but that never also happened. also before we do go, I think them all staying in one location um, and staying in Indianapolis because usually, like, you know, they have to travel from, like, like you know, like, I know one of the, the first-round teams and second-round uh, places was Providence. It was supposed to be here. Right. Obviously, I think we all would have went. But, um, like, these teams have to travel very far to, in order to play in the next games and stuff. I think the reason why a lot of these higher seed teams were able to go this far was because they didn't have to travel. Yeah, they no stayed jet lag, there. Of course, yeah. Yeah. That definitely played a big role in why a lot of the favorites go far compared to this year is because yeah, they I definitely think so location. too. I mean, like whenever you go on vacation, I don't know about you, but like I just feel like I want to sleep the first day, especially if I take an early flight, and like I just feel like out of it. Like I could never just play basketball that same day. I mean, I could, but wouldn't be my one hundred percent. Depending on where you go, Florida's yeah, usually fair a quick enough. flight, it's only two yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I well, mean, that's, that's everything I got to say, unless you have yeah, same. Else. No, well, that's, you know, that's what we got for you guys this week. Just to wrap it up, our final four thoughts and just the tournament in general. Um, you know, don't forget to comment, share, subscribe, like all that good stuff. Constructive criticism, always appreciated. Uh, and also tell us what you like too, you know, and we want to hear checking. it all. Yeah. Fact checking also. Yeah. Never hurts. Um, with that being said, stay safe, everybody and stay out of trouble. Goodbye, everybody.